Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time? Time to eat? I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions! That's right. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos where God sprinkles his love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that he loves. Jesus teach us to be just like you. Donuts and Devos Lead us to peace With Donuts and Devos With Donuts and Devos With Donuts and Devos Lead us to Hi, kids. Welcome back to Donuts and Devos. I'm Mary Faith, and this podcast is just for you, where we grow in our faith together by reading the Bible and connecting to God through His Word. Each week, we have a devotion as we read a Bible story, talk more about what it means with our good friend, Pastor Glaze, and memorize a Bible verse to song with Miss Baker. In our devotion last week, Abraham had a surprise visit from three very special people. We took several clues from the Bible reading and figured out that it was God and two angels. After the visit, the three men and Abraham walk a bit of ways and look down on a city, a city that God plans on destroying because of how sinful the people are who live there. Hmm, mankind just doesn't seem to learn, do they? Let's see what happens when God tells Abraham about his plans. Make sure you grab your activity worksheets and coloring pages that go along with our episode and devotion on our website at DonutsAndDevos.com. Now before we begin our Bible reading, we always like to start off with the Lord's Prayer, and my helpers are here to pray with me. Are you kids ready? Yes! Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Bible story comes from Genesis chapter 18, verses 20 through 33. Then the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great and their sin is very grave, I will go down to see whether they have done altogether, according to the outcry that has come to me. And if not, we will know. So the men turned from there and went toward Sodom. But Abraham stood still before the Lord. Then Abraham drew near and said, Will you indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there are fifty righteous within the city. Will you then sweep away the place and not spare it for the fifty righteous who are in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to put the righteous to death with the wicked, so that the righteous fare as the wicked. Far be that from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do what is just? And the Lord said, If I find at Sodom fifty righteous in the city, I will spare the whole place for their sake. 
Abraham answered and said, Behold, I have undertaken to speak to the Lord, I who am but dust and ashes. Suppose five of the fifty righteous are lacking. Will you destroy the whole city for the lack of five? And he said, I will not destroy it if I find forty-five there. Again he spoke to him and said, Suppose forty are found there. He answered, For the sake of forty, I will not do it. Then he said, O let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Suppose thirty are found there. He answered, I will not do it if I find thirty there. He said, Behold, I have undertaken to speak to the Lord. Suppose twenty are found there. He answered, For the sake of twenty, I will not destroy it. Then he said, O let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak again but this once. Suppose ten are found there. He answered, For the sake of ten, I will not destroy it. And the Lord went his way when he had finished speaking to Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. Usually when we hear the events of Sodom and Gomorrah, it's a message of judgment, or fire and brimstone, of wrath and anger, of ninja angels like that on that Bible TV show a few years ago. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean usually? (laughs) Except for that ninja angels part. But that's exactly what we think of when we hear of Sodom and Gomorrah, God destroying them for their unrighteousness and corruption, just like in the time of the flood. Yeah, I know, but I think there's a rather interesting, more positive message in our story today that we can focus on. I mean, wouldn't it be better to remember the faithfulness of the Lord, his patience with sinners and his desire to save rather than destroy? Oh, then you're talking about interceding Abraham. Exactly. And our young guests are with us right now for us to talk about what happened before the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were... Oh, wait, I don't want to give away the ending. So, hi, kids. Hi. Hey, guys. Hi, Pastor Pastor Glaze. Now, as a quick reminder, during the Lord's visit with Abraham and Sarah for you guys, when he told them that Isaac will be born within a year, the Lord also reveals to Abraham something he is about to do. And what's that? There were some cities that were near where Abraham lived at the time. Two of them were called Sodom and Gomorrah. And God tells Abraham that he's about to destroy these two cities for their great wickedness. Now, do you live near family, kids, like grandparents or aunts and uncles or maybe cousins? I do. Uh, I have lots of neighbors. You have lots of neighbors. What about your grandparents? Do you have a grandpa that lives nearby? No, it takes a long time to get to the first one. Okay. And you two don't have family nearby, do you? No. No. Well, Abraham's nephew, Lot, actually lives in Sodom with his family. And Abraham knows how the people of those cities are faithless, wicked, and evil. They did not listen to God or obey him. They pretty much did whatever they thought was right in their own eyes. Like when the children don't listen to their parents? Or, Or when adults do bad things? Yeah, but even worse... Sodom and Gomorrah were not good places for God's people to live in. God himself says so. As Abraham walks with the Lord, he starts praying. Do you guys know what praying is? Yeah. What is praying? It is talking to God through... um, The Bible. It is talking to God through words. And what do you usually do when you pray? Pray to Jesus. We fold our hands. We close our eyes. So how is Abraham praying when he's talking to God? Like you said, isn't praying when we fold our hands, bow our heads, and close our eyes and talk to God? Yeah! We do that to help us concentrate when we pray. But praying really is simply talking to God's in words and thoughts. 
Though Abraham knows that the Lord is planning on destroying Sodom, he also knows the Lord is faithful to his promises. He is the Lord of life, merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. So Abraham wonders, if there are believers in Sodom and Gomorrah, will God destroy them along with the wicked? What do you kids think? Do you think God would destroy the righteous? No! No, that doesn't seem like something God would do. Remember Noah? No one is righteous on the face of the earth except Noah and his family, and God saved him eight souls in all. Abraham wonders the same here. It sounds as if Abraham's bargaining with God, doesn't it? Do you ever try to do that with your parents, get them to agree to do something for you? No! You don't? What about when moving? Maybe, maybe you should consult with their parents. You mean to tell me you haven't bargained to watch a movie? Yeah, yeah we have. Okay, that's what I thought. But keep in mind, Abraham is praying to the Lord, knowing that the Lord loves his people. So he asks, what if there are 50 righteous people? Far be it from you, O Lord, to sweep away the righteous with the wicked. How well did Abraham know and trust the goodness of the Lord? So the Lord responded, for the sake of 50, I will not destroy it. 50 people, that's not a lot. Surely 50 could be found, don't you kids think? Yeah. 50 in one city? No. no. Yeah. Maybe in a city, but not this particular city. Could they find 50? No. No, they couldn't. Yeah, I think Abraham knew that wouldn't be possible. That's why he very, very, very humbly asks again. Abraham keeps asking God about how many righteous people he might find to save the cities. 45, maybe? Then 40? <gasps> then 30? Then 20? Then, then 18? Well, well, not 18, but, but then 10? And the Lord responded every time, For the sake of the righteous, for the sake of 10 in that city, I will not destroy it. So after our Bible reading, I remember one of you said, I'm not really sure what that reading was about. Do you have a little bit better idea about what happened? Abraham! Yeah, I do. Yeah, Abraham was praying to God for those 10 righteous people. He was trying so hard to save the city. And so what courage Abraham had as he walked by faith and what mercy and grace of God to hear Abraham and listen to him. And now the search for 10 righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah takes place. And we will find out if God finds those 10 people next week. Let's close with prayer. And this week, Pastor Glaze, can you lead us? Sure, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for listening to our prayers. Thank you for listening to our prayers. And always acting, And always acting, According to your mercy and grace. According to your mercy and grace. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our faith word of the day explains what Abraham did for the people of Sodom. He asked God to spare them, if he could even find just ten righteous men. Abraham interceded for the city, which means to speak on behalf of someone else. For an example, in our churches, when a pastor and people pray for the world, we are interceding for them, speaking to God, 
especially on behalf of those who cannot or do not speak to him. Like Abraham did. Yes, he spoke to the Lord, both for the righteous who lived in Sodom, but he also spoke for the unrighteous people there, begging the Lord not to destroy them, but instead to give them more time to repent and believe. There are many people in our lives whom we know that we can bring before our Father in heaven and pray for them also, that our Lord would shine his mercy and grace and love upon them too, so that they may turn from sin and believe in Jesus. And isn't that what Jesus does for us in heaven? He intercedes for us to God. And he did that first and foremost on the cross. So our faith word of the day is intercede, something that you yourselves can do as you pray for other people on their behalf. We are cross-referencing again for our memory verse. Do you know how many verses in the Bible refer back to the sinful cities of Sodom and Gomorrah? Quite a few I found out. The Bible reminds us of the sinfulness these cities were living in and the sad fate that comes upon them, which we will read about in our devotion next week. But this week, Miss Baker has our verse from Isaiah chapter 3, verse 9, which says, They proclaim their sin like Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to them. So, are you guys ready to learn from Miss Baker our new memory verse? Yes! We are ready to do it! Let's learn our new memory verse. They proclaim their sin like Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to them. Woe to them. They proclaim their sin like Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to them. Woe to them. Isaiah 3 verse 9. you guys. Hopefully you can remember that and sing it throughout the rest of the week. Thanks so much, kids. That was awesome. That's it for our show today. Make sure you come back next week as we find out if God finds those 10 righteous people in Sodom and will the city be saved or have the anger of God upon it. Be sure to join us next Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening and for joining us. We would love it if you could subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and please leave a review. This helps us so much in hopefully reaching more and more families. Thank you for joining us as we dive into God's word each week and strengthen our faith. I'm Mary Faith and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next week.